0: Welcome, welcome, welcome um, back to the Skulls and Dollars podcast with HM. I am happy, happy, happy <laughs> to have Mrs. M back with us. Um, Thank you. This Wednesday. Yes. Um, updates, you know, mm. a little. I know people have been following yeah. you and your journey the past couple of weeks, and we mentioned it not even a couple of weeks, week and a half. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, And so uh, only you can talk about your student briefly just to let them know, because I know people will ask or have asked, you know, how you're doing, but they've been praying.
1: Oh, yes. And and we thank you. And I'm sure, you know, his family, um, thank you. We lost um, one of my um, former students, but I still consider Lavelle to be uh, one of my babies. Um, He would come home every break, um, every summer, um, while he was attending college. And so um, we lost him to tragic situation last yeah. week um, that has been all over the news. Um, and so, yes, definitely people have been reaching out. And um, I do see the texts and the emails, and a lot of people have sent some messages. So just thank you. Um, we are actually hosting a individual at our, our school, and um, his class yeah. is actually going to give... Um, respect um to lavelle but uh, it was really interesting to see that a lot of our students came back um to guidance and so that's one of the things that i love about our space yeah at school um even when you graduate from school i guess students still look at you know our offices of safe space right you know to come invent and talk Um, they may not have that opportunity um, at their um, college campuses or work or right military. So, uh, you know, that's why I'm always encouraging students, stop by your, your school counselor. Yeah, Go to your school counseling office. Go yeah. to your school counseling yeah. office, yeah. yeah. You'll be amazed that, um, and just hearing, you know, just some of the feedback that, they always felt welcome, you know, in our office. And so that makes me feel good. Yeah. And I'm sure you, because you, you see your kids all the time. I think you posted something. Yeah, I do.
0: And it's always good to have, you know, them come back and visit. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, good that you were able to provide a space. So I know we have school counselors that Mm -hmm. listen to our show and um, people who are aspiring school counselors Mm -hmm. or people who are thinking about, you know, what they can do. They want to help. Right, right. And they don't think about, there's so many ways to help in a school building. Correct. So I will say that that's my school counseling plug yeah. <laughs> because I think we get so many students like I want to go into education. But, mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of schools where, you know, you can continue on to get that master's in school right. counseling right? or audiology or pathology, um, occupational therapy. There's a lot of ways to really contribute in a school building, you know, other than you know being a traditional teacher Correct. yeah we need teachers we have a teacher we shortage but there are shortages in <laughs> other areas as well Absolutely. um and a lot of people use you know they may major in teaching mm-hmm. and they move along or you know they may major in social work so um i use it as a segue to talk about like we've we've done shows about choosing mm-hmm. a major we've talked about how we do that and we have so many students i know miss m does too they're like oh i i want to be a nurse you know i just want to help people and it's like right. you don't even like To talk to people every day. (laughs) Or you don't even like blood. Blood, You don't like science. You know, you are, you know, squeamish. Mm
1: -hmm. Writing reports.
0: Right. You couldn't wear a mask during COVID. Right. So there's so so many different things Mm -hmm. um, that I always tell people, like, consider the ways that you can help and, you know, hate. I really hate when tragic times have to bring everybody back together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is a reminder of just... Your your impact right um, yeah on those students and he was uh, upper bound
1: yes right no yeah no no with our school no no no, he he wasn't he wasn't no he was an office helper okay so um, he was in your office a lot yes every second block you know our
0: office helpers I would say (laughs) yeah um I think the best gig in the building (laughs) is to be office helper in the school counseling office because um especially when you're a senior. Mm -hmm. You know, mine are just like, here you come again with another scholarship. Yeah, here I come.
1: That's that's right. (laughs) And even it's funny that even when his classmates came back, um, one of them said, I I already knew I had to have my resume on point. Yeah, let's get together. What are you doing? (laughs) Um, You know, what are you doing with your life? And uh, one student was thinking about changing his major. Um, we talked about ag. I thought that was really great because we talked about ag. He said, I heard about it. So, you know, I'm starting to pull up stuff. He said, oh, here you go. He said, you never, you're yeah. always in that mode. And I said, I just want to help you. Well,
0: and and yeah. that's what we do. And I think, <laughs> you know, I, I love that when my I when my cheerleaders come back, they're like talking and I was like, oh, well, I'm transferring. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Chose school. We'd had this conversation just like we talk about on this show. Um, Are you sure you're going to like it there? Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, right. oh. Oh, and then only the first visit was orientation yes that's right. too late right right <laughs> you've exactly. already you've already decided where you're going then, and that mm-hmm. first visit being orientation is, is late so anybody They're who can late. get on visits mm-hmm. start virtually and then if you can't get out until Christmas break or um, you know they have these dates keep that in mind I know mm-hmm. people are pressured, I feel like, to decide what school they're going to. Exactly. I mean, and the there's no rush. Just, and you know, I'm in the email
1: like I yeah, showed you the, earlier. The marketing. You know, it's a marketing. Strategy, it's a but,
0: business, y'all. Y'all have to ugh. slow down. Um students like it says, um, you know, I got my, one of my students got an email. I was like, You've been accepted. Now mm, what? And pay it's your like, enrollment. Pay your enrollment team. Pay <laughs> this, pay that. Now, now.
1: You know, there's yeah. a deadline.
0: Like, uh, you know Yeah, that's important. So keep in mind that, you know, it is like, I have some that know they've mm-hmm. gotten into their first choice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's it. We're done. It's time right. to move to scholarships. Right. I got some who, you know, really have no idea where they're going. They're waiting on decisions to get back. Mm-hmm. But um, it's important for us to be able to say, okay, slow down. You make a exactly. note every time you get into some place. You know, print that letter off. You can make piles and right. folders. Right. Um, you can keep up with all the information that they're giving you. So that way you can make the best decision for you. Mm-hmm. But don't just make a decision because everybody's like, oh, I got in the USC yesterday. I'm going. I'm going to USC. It's right.
1: Like, I'm going there, too. It's like, no, you're not. You, didn't even exactly. want, you don't even and you didn't I want to go there. And I just told another parent, I said, yeah. And she said, well, they say they're going to give them a scholarship. But what's the amount right. of the scholarship? I said, we received the the same information, but I'm not going to still let that stop us from having other options. Absolutely. Uh, as well because they're not going to um announce the amount of the scholarships until mid-March. Oh, no. yeah. No, we're not.
0: Doing so <laughs> so so if that's you know one of the places, you know you can start to narrow right. down, okay? It's, mm-hmm. I had five I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Um I met with a student who told me they talked to a teacher and the teacher was saying that they really should only apply to three schools. Mm-hmm. And I get it. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. you know, here we're on the Scholars and Dollars podcast. I'm not Right in my work capacity, but I would never tell a student to only apply to three schools if college is their portion. Like if they know they want to go to college. Now, three schools, if you're like, let me just apply, I think Mm -hmm. I want to go to the military or let me just apply, I think I would rather do XYZ if I can get to this company and start working for a company, maybe doing engineering technology or something and then maybe I'm going to go so I can figure out if they're going to pay for me to get that Mm -hmm. certification and stuff. But, you know, apply. School is free. Like the school applications are free. Absolutely free. So there's no reason, particularly like in when you when you, once you've done the legwork or the the groundwork for that common app, mm-hmm. and we're telling you or you're seeing that these applications are free, you're just basically clicking through to submit.
1: Absolutely. You know, so I have
0: students who've done. I have one girl; she's done Clemson and Carolina all through common app. Mm-hmm. I said, "Here's a list of schools that are free." Yep. Well, I'm not going there. Well. It's just clicking through at this point. Mm-hmm. You've already done. There's no essay. Correct. It's a uh, test optional schools, about 10 on there that I can think of in South Carolina that you could probably click through mm-hmm. on common app, either with a fee waiver code or it's just not never a fee that you could get through common app. Yep. And that's just in South Carolina. Um, I know North Carolina has their oh, yeah. college application or CNFC stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you want to make sure you do the same thing. Georgia, Georgia has the same thing. They have a so every every um, state. Texas,
1: um, I think, uh, Jordan applied for a couple, but they have their own system. They have their own system, yeah. so it's
0: still free. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's yeah, it is and
0: free, and so it waives those application yep. fees. Um, you know, we we're going into Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. You've got some extra days. Some people are off already. Yeah. Um, which is great, but you have a couple of days to really sit down and think about some things. There are some scholarships that are out there you can work on that are due mm-hmm. quickly. Um, yeah. You know, I told some kids who are always in my office about the Palmetto State School Counseling yes. Scholarship, right. about writing about your mm-hmm. counselor and how they helped you. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, a few of mine have. Already, and, and so they were so secretive, like, oh, Miss M, just show me how to scan all the papers in. So, but don't look at it. And I'm like, oh, really, it's not that. But yeah, okay, like we're gonna sit here and read them
0: all about yeah. how great we are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we could, but really, even if you aren't writing right. about me, it's it's 500 words. Right. less. It's due December 2nd. Yes. In the state of South Carolina, and one thing they mentioned at the School Counseling Association, um, conference, when I went a couple a couple weeks months ago, mm-hmm. um, they didn't have a whole lot, right. They had, I mean, the ones, you you picked good ones, Mm -hmm. but it still wasn't a lot. And so there's some amazing school counselors in our state, and I'm sure that other states have similar scholarships, so make sure you're taking advantage of that.
1: And, you know, like I always say, you know, there's no season for scholarships, so even when you are, you know, preparing that Thanksgiving meal, and I don't think a lot of students are really preparing those meals, so as you are... Watching, you know, your Nana, your mother prepare, you know, break out your laptop. Yeah. Uh, If you're traveling, you know, take your laptop with you um, and start, you know, or continue, you know, working on uh, those scholarships. As we said before, there are a lot of national um, scholarships. And I've already seen some local and state level scholarships Mm -hmm. just in our state. So I know if we have local and state level scholarships, you know, that are due, you know, soon in our state across the country you guys there are numerous scholarships that are available um again get organized um with the process do a spreadsheet um create a binder um to keep up with those scholarships so you can apply for them i um, mean again you know we are out all week uh, for our break and and so is my daughter and so again i told her you know select your downtime days but give me the days that you plan to work um as well and so um that's just an honest conversation, yeah, to have with your child. Don't be afraid. Um, I got that feeling from a workshop I did the other day. A parent was, just, I just don't know how to, to talk to her about this and, yeah. and to get her to, you know, do the scholarships and and the applications. And I said, but one thing's for certain, the bill is coming. Now that's <laughs> so, a fact, right? We can so, pretend like it's not too, but it's yeah, coming. So if you're already telling me, you know, you don't have those financial resources you know, to pay for your, you know, to your, for your child to attend college, then, you know, there are resources that are out there that are willing to pay, but you have to be able to do the work. It's okay. Parents, if you're not able to physically sit there and read the, um, the essays and and review the applications, there are resources. Absolutely. And there's people who want to help across the country.
0: Um, you know, we're not saying you have to necessarily pay, Right. For that help to get, especially when you're getting down the essays and stuff, mm-hmm. use your resources wisely mm-hmm. um, because I think there's enough resources yes. out there yep. and there's enough
1: um, fairs. Yes, and we're and, providing that, you know, yes, as well. we in do In 2023, 20, uh, we will have four fairs, two in person in South Carolina. Right. And two virtual events. And so for those who, you know, live outside of South Carolina, we offer Five dollars a number yep. of services. Listen, five
0: dollars $5. or five hundred and five thousand I've seen in places and listen, right. um, in what we've done, been able to do mm-hmm. over the past few years and working with Mrs. M, I have talked to students who have gone to the virtual mm-hmm. event mm-hmm. and basically had everything they need right for for, you know, outlining how they could prepare themselves, mm-hmm. which whether that was you know, I do high stakes admissions. So there's one that is about people who want to apply to those um, schools that are a little bit more difficult to get into Mm -hmm. those really, really competitive schools. We do, um, I do NCAA. So you're getting that. We have someone talk to first generation students. You have um, other students talking about their experience. Yeah.
1: ACT, SAT, um, PrEP, increasing those scores um, for those who are still struggling. The writing. Um, Yeah. Writing. I I mean, everything. Five dollars. So we're (laughs) Listen, and <laughs> to be able to meet or or to hop into a room and meet with the organization that are making those decisions. Absolutely. And I think that's the part people miss. Like, you know, that's the opportunity. Face, face with
0: a name, yes. name with a face. Yes, Person can say, oh, I met so-and-so Absolutely.
1: and it shows interest
0: mm-hmm. um, and mm-hmm. it's not age. Um, like you don't need to be a junior. You don't have right. to be a junior. You don't have to be a senior. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that, you know, and this is just kind of how we got to podcasting
1: <laughs> right
0: because we wanted to give information out and it's not a necessarily for a way to get rich quick. Cause it's not that kind of business. This is a, this is a helping business or we wouldn't do the podcast cause Correct. you know, so tell a friend to tell a friend. I always tell people, I'm like, well I do have a podcast right? and you can listen to it and you can go to specific episodes to kind of get what you need. So if this is your first time listening, thank you. But we have other episodes that you might want to tune into. Absolutely. Um, specifically about getting this money mm-hmm. we're at this and we're just at that point yeah. um choosing a major mm-hmm. is also one that I think I've had a lot of people to mention that they enjoyed the choosing a major episode we right. kind of went through it a little bit more mm-hmm. but with college students I've been thinking about like you mentioned you had a student that was changing their major right. I think of the seven cheerleaders I had that went to college mm-hmm. three of them were like I don't like that I was like they only yeah. been in school two months oh my <laughs> which is fine yeah, yeah but you know again i don't judge that i don't judge but they like one jump from like physical therapy to criminology i said how did you jump right in three months mm-hmm. you got there in august we're in november you've decided that you no longer will be a physical therapist mm-hmm. but you want to go into criminology and you know she's at a larger school and i went to a larger school and it's harder to get to the advisor mm-hmm. it's harder to get to like career services if you don't know where to go so I was able to help her navigate that process before she just declares another major because really there's no reason with either one of those that she has to make a decision Mm -hmm. in November what her major is going to be honestly so you know when you're starting to think about what you really want to do being undecided once you're already there is not the worst thing I personally changed my major four times (laughs) Miss M I wish I was joking (laughs) Um, I started off with pre-med biology never went to biology class if you listen to the podcast you know that's a true story still haven't gone to biology class right. um, after that I was anthropology and then I was anthropology for a year I really liked it until forensic Fridays and mm-hmm. they were doing an autopsy and I was mm-hmm. like yeah not for mm-hmm. me um, which is interesting which all ties together right because I don't like blood right. couldn't have been a doctor anyway Yeah. and I was doing all that biology mm-hmm. didn't need to be a forensic anthropologist right. either so all the people who love CSI, I just wanted to be one on TV.
1: Was that something popular? Like you heard your friends? Well, that
0: was CSI when it, when it was first coming out. So, no, but know. I'm
1: just saying why you went into pre med because oh, because of the my parents group. oh parents. felt like we needed oh. a doctor in the family. Oh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> and you know, what? you think y'all 20 years ago, 25, 30 years ago, black female, smart. They're like, well, you need to be a doctor. When now that I know, as I've gotten older. Mm-hmm there are brilliant people in every career field Absolutely. and you know I think it's important to be smart school counselors or teachers or mm-hmm. basketball coaches or you know social workers or whatever you are um, as long as you're doing your best and you enjoy it right but at the time I was pre-med probably because of that there was really no reason mm-hmm. I didn't like blood then either they were just like you just you need to be be a doctor i'm like okay "Okay." (laughs) that sounded good in you know i was leaving high school they're like you know i'll be pre-med whatever so left anthropology um had a good time there but no we had to part ways i went to psychology Mm -hmm. Mm, i was kind of a waste of time then (laughs) i went on to (laughs) psychology was good i liked those classes and then that's when i got into like the education aspect of things and that's when i Made like an interdisciplinary major. Okay. okay, and it took until junior mm-hmm. year, which means I graduated four point five years.
1: So you were exploring though through your classes.
0: Yes. Okay. But they still had to come together to make a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But that's what people you miss out on. Like, so if I knew what I knew now, right. as I guide students, mm-hmm. I would have probably chosen. You know, it'd have been pre med if I had changed my mind. Then I would have told those, you know, I would have slowed down a little bit and made sure I was getting some general education courses done. Because nothing I was choosing or interested in choosing was, Mm -hmm. you know, like engineering or nursing where you need to start really early to get those prerequisites. I was still liberal arts, Mm -hmm. just moving through the space of that.
1: And I do know uh, some of the schools are offering – I do know some of the schools are offering um, opportunities for you to participate in like Zoom meetings with current students. Right. At the school or the engineering department may offer, um, you know, a drop in, a virtual drop in, yeah, yeah. or in person if mm-hmm. they're, um, and that may allow students to. That definitely would have helped uh, okay.
0: me Re- okay. to talk to people about the long. You know, yeah. like, I didn't know that you were going to be. I take 10 years to be a doctor. <laughs> I'm an instant gratification person. Right. I want to apply to school. I want to get in. I want to mm-hmm. <laughs> see the fruit of my labor. Right. You know, but I think you don't know those things and you right. start to learn your personality, but it definitely would have helped log yeah. in and talk to a
1: student. Yeah. I've, I've been seeing that through the number of applications that Jordan has completed. Like, Hey, you want to find out more about environmental studies yeah. or environmental engineering, you know, meet us tonight at 7 o'clock, yeah. 7 to 8, and you get to talk with current students. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, that would make a difference. And I me.
0: think uh, i got a student that's going to do engineering, mm-hmm. and they're starting to receive handwritten
1: notes. Yep, I've seen that. Too. Yeah, yeah, from
0: some colleges. Mm-hmm. I think three schools actually send their handwritten notes from students. And so those things matter. They do. And that gives them a connecting point to the school. So... All these are marketing though,
1: guys. They so are. keep
0: in mind. So this is a way to connect the students they're to the other students.
1: People.
0: Oh yeah, calling White yeah. <laughs> Girl said, What are you calling me this time of night? It was like eight thirty. So, yeah,
1: they're calling <laughs> like they're just want to chat it up with yeah. a friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but but definitely keep all those things in mind. The majors, as you you know, you got college students coming home. I don't get on them about changing majors. I just told her don't change it again. Mm-hmm until you've gone to career career mm-hmm. services, so we can think about your long term yes, goal. Right. Because almost every bachelor's degree, liberal arts degree, you're looking at some sort of advanced certification or advanced degree mm-hmm. in some capacity, internship even. Right. Right. So if you major in business, what you end up doing is going to, if you're going to do it well, a lot of times even if you don't have an MBA, you whatever you do your internship in is going to be important or whatever mm-hmm. you, are you know. So if you're doing finance you know your experience is going to help navigate that piece for you so uh, before we get into our next part we want to talk a little bit about financial aid and then we need to roll into our sponsors
2: you yes you did you know you have the unique ability to positively impact a child for life It's true. Becoming a licensed foster parent means your ability to make a life-changing difference in the life of a child is a certainty. Hi, we are Family Preservation Community Services, a private nonprofit foster care agency that works in both North and South Carolina to help children have loving and nurturing home environments. Do you have an extra bedroom? Do you have the patience to help mold and shape a child who may be a little shy and reserved due to past neglect, abuse, or other traumas. If you answered yes to any or all of the above questions and feel you are that somebody who has room in their hearts to foster a child, then please give us a call right away at 888-782-3424 extension 11 or 12 or visit the website that's fpcscorp.com. We know becoming a foster parent is a deeply personal decision, so we greatly appreciate your consideration and we can't wait to hear from you
0: a special shout out to our sponsors again thank you so much and those of you who are listening if you got a place in your heart and place in your house yes consider fostering a child um miss m you've been on the financial grind of course yes trying to (laughs) make sure jordan chooses the right school
1: And one that we're not going to pay. (laughs) So, yeah, so we have been uh, exploring um, some options. So, again, oh, and I do want to say parents, make sure you're checking emails or or getting your children to check uh, their emails, do some follow-ups. There are invitations to apply to Honors College um, programs to receive um, additional money. I will tell you, you know, based off just working with my students, some of them are interested in applying. Some of them aren't interested. So, you know, you know, if you want that to be one of those financial options um, for your student um, at, you know, the schools that they've been applying to, I would encourage them to apply just to see what the option right. would be or, you know, what type of money that they're going to um, issue to um, the student. And then you can always make the choice, like, you know, I'm not feeling uh, the Honors College. I do know from several schools that even if you don't start in your freshman year uh, in the Honors College, you can always join or right. apply in your sophomore year. Um, so, you know, if you haven't, you know, mentally committed yourself to doing the extra work for um, the Honors College program in your school, um, still leave that option open for the next year. Yeah, and
0: I think um, I've talked to some students this mm-hmm. in not past who have done honors college mm-hmm. at some of your larger schools mm-hmm. after they've gotten there like one that's at clemson mm-hmm. applied into um there and then i had one over at actually it was unc charlotte that okay. got into their little honors program after mm-hmm. um not doing it coming out of high school mm-hmm. and so what i found is that you know sometimes you're coming out of high school you don't know what you're really committed to i get a lot of that right so we right. have students and you know this yeah students who think you know, college is not for them anyway, or school, they not they don't anticipate doing well. Right. But that's right. why, you know, you go and you give yourself an opportunity, mm-hmm. and you find the right fit for you, because you never know what you can excel in, because college is different from high school, in that once you get through the, ways through the early general ed stuff, you start to take classes you're interested in, if you find the right major. So, right. and we've had students that excel, and I had a student who did really, really well at Clemson, mm-hmm. but was, you know, okay high school student. I mean, not bad, of course, getting to yeah. Clemson, but really wanted more of a challenge from the program there and then yeah. chose to transfer into the honors program and then ended up finishing actually at UVA oh really yeah okay she was I mean but she got into the public policy thing and just kept mm-hmm. going so okay. but in high school it was kind of like yeah you know she danced and she did yeah. some stuff and it was okay I mean she was a good student but Nothing really was driving mm-hmm. her in a direction. so
1: yeah, so just make sure uh, parents that you're getting your students to um, check their emails. I will say um a few of them i've I did a spot check with Jordan and I'll leave it you know unread. I'll read it first yeah, and then I'll hit unread, but it's in her spam yeah or um promotions tab
0: yeah, we've seen some in the promotions yeah. tab.
1: So you may think you're not getting um, follow up from your FAFSA. So if you've completed that, a lot of those um, colleges are already kicking out um, (laughs) those scholarship packages. They
0: are, yeah. And then they're going to try to hustle you to hurry (laughs) and decide. So just make sure um, that that you're securing your, you know, Mm -hmm. if you know.
1: And there's a deadline for a lot of these honors college applications, or even um, just the general uh, scholarship Mm -hmm. at the school. They're they're not all automatically. Awarded right based on ACTs, SAT scores, or GPA. Um, some of them you have to take an ex- an extra step, um, and so if you don't take that extra step by the deadline, then you will probably miss out on that opportunity for this school year. Um, well,
0: so, I um definitely was going to ask you what you mm-hmm. thought about some of these. Um, so
1: or I miss our myths, uh, our yeah,
0: minutes. yeah, because there's a lot of things we hear. I think mm-hmm. we get emails, mm-hmm. parents sending things, you know. And they're just common mm-hmm. myths that everyone's experiencing. Right. And so the last few, of course, of our show, we like to tell you things that you should be aware mm-hmm. of. But um, let's kind of negate yep. some of these and talk okay. a little bit about them. Uh, number one, I know I won't qualify for any financial aid, so I shouldn't even bother. <laughs>
1: well, I will say first with Fast Food. Mm hmm nine times out of ten you need to do it anyway
0: <laughs> yeah and you don't you honestly you don't, don't know yes. this right. is this has been an interesting right. uh journey I mm-hmm. think it's a federal government mm-hmm. with all these things and rebates and everything mm-hmm. actually, you really don't know you don't know and right. so um I always tell people to do it mm-hmm.
1: and there are some scholarships that require you to complete it yes uh, and you know there are some scholarships that are not based on household income right but they still require you to complete. Um, a lot of thing.
0: your competitive schools, mm-hmm. your academically competitive schools are going to require it anyway. Um, so you need to get it done. When I did that, when I thought that my first year at co- of college too, and then um, I did pass and then I was able to get on a list for some other scholarships. Right. And so one thing that colleges will note Mm-hmm. Is that from your past. So they, you yeah. know, they you may not qualify for a Pell Grant, right? But you might, you know, they might keep you on a yeah. list and say, "Well, this student's still looking for some extra money. Mm-hmm. Um, they did their past, so here, kind of where they are, we can throw them five hundred thousand, two thousand um, dollars to assist them with the, the rest of their cost." Yeah. And you won't be a part of that list if you haven't done your past. because there's no way for, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, of, a lot of our students are choosing larger schools. There's no way for these larger schools to even know that you need more money. If you haven't done the past, then you you know that means your, that means your information is, not even in the financial aid office, right? You know, in a lot of cases, yeah. your means your, your information. And you just applied, that means your information is going straight to scholarships and admissions, and so that you could receive ten thousand and need four more thousand, in your financial aid office may not even know. So and,
1: and most parents think you know because they make too much, but some of these scholarships, uh, well, some of the institutional funds. You know, for GPA, ACT um, scores, class rank, mm-hmm. you may make, you know, this, you know, large amount of money in your household. But your child actually still qualifies Absolutely. for this money just based on their academics. But you do have to um, honor, you know, their um, rules to complete you yep. know, that password. So just go ahead and do it.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, go ahead and do it. Uh, I will be the only student at my school on financial aid. It's false. Yes. It's <laughs> just not.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of the schools will, you know, show their stats, you know, 85 percent, 90 percent, 99 percent, you know, of the students are receiving some type of right aid. Yeah. yeah. So you yeah. need the aid. Yeah.
0: Um, when I reapply for aid after my first year, my financial aid offer will decrease. And um, we know that's. I mean, not true. Right. A lot of times, it increases. increases. Yeah. If you just do, <laughs> just do what you're supposed to do. Handle your business, right. and it works out. It does better than most. <laughs> um, only wealthy families can afford private colleges, No. and it's just not true because yeah. college, private colleges can come with it. Mm-hmm. Now, what you add to it, right, is actually the key as well. Yes. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Start, you know, doing your research with um, the private colleges. I, you know. We received one today, full ride, mm-hmm. for Joyce, a private school. Yeah. Um, that's not at the top of her list, but it, again, well, it's an option. Well, if it's free, give Listen, me three. It's made it to my list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it is a private school, and um, it's close to, you know, 28 a year Yeah, um, for this particular school, but they have waived everything. Um, so again, do your, your research um, for those schools, um, you know, some of the you know, the areas of interest for your, your children. You know, I've talked about that before, you know, your psychology, your social yep. work, you know, if you want to go to a school, there's 60, 70,000, but here's another school offering the same service or programs yep. and they're willing to pay everything then. You know, well,
0: yeah. It's yeah. make smart move. Yes. Yes. You know, um, Now, this one about study abroad, I can't receive financial aid to study abroad. And that's, you know, also, again, Mm -hmm. not true. Right. One of my little cousins, that's Mm -hmm. all he knew he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he wanted to go to any class, but he knew he wanted to study abroad. And he did just enough to keep his GPA up Mm -hmm. to go study abroad. And he's in London um, at the University of London doing something. I think he's global studies.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. And um, he's been there all semester. He's missing Thanksgiving. And um, I think I'm gonna make him listen, Garrison. Um, you know you should be home at Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, but definitely, can you you know use financial aid? There's scholarships sometimes yeah, McNair, specifically.
1: Yeah, Chanel had the McNair scholarship. Um, that at the end she did not want to study abroad, uh, but that was part of her package. Yeah, uh, that they would pay for everything, um, the boarding um, for those three students to study abroad for a semester. So, again, do your research, parents, because those options are available for you as well. Uh,
0: the one about student loans. So we talk scholars. Mm-hmm. We also talk dollars. Right. And we do recognize that, you know, someone's going to take out loans. Mm-hmm. Take out smart Well, we're all about smart loans. Smart loans. You know, so if, if you're a teacher and that mm-hmm. teacher loan situation comes around and you know you only got to commit four years so you're going to be done with this mm-hmm. at 25 that's a smart loan. If you right. if you are five thousand dollars away from five thousand five thousand dollars a year away from um you know, becoming an engineer mm-hmm. and you need to do that loan for four or five years and you are gonna be a nuclear engineer, then you know, that's not necessarily a bad right. situation. So right. it's smart loans and putting mm-hmm. that together and um
1: But I also encourage, especially for a lot of those um parents, students that are coming in the freshman year and they are short that amount. Still continue to apply for scholarships, mm-hmm. and uh check with your college or university your department right um from your major to see you know what departmental scholarships that they may have for the next semester or even the next school year right um as well so you you know there may be an option where you only need to get a loan one semester or one year right right and then then you yeah so like hope and life scholarship. Mm-hmm so you
0: know if you just need to get 3.0 you know that I have students that are at um, Claplin right mm-hmm. now they're on HOPE scholarship they got another um, an extra amount of money mm-hmm. but once they transition over to the life scholarship then they should be full ride at that point yep. so um, because there's other scholarships associated yep. with the life scholarship so um, that's in every state so when you these lottery scholarships give you an opportunity definitely take advantage yep. of that Um big question we always get i'm over 18 i don't have to include my parents information on the babsa yes you do you do <laughs> it's just true yeah. um and it's tough so make sure you talk to your counselor and anybody who can help you with that so he will have unique situations We yes. get We putting your you've been living with your grandma mm-hmm. and then you're like well why do i have to put my mom mm-hmm. or whoever's you know, claiming you. So there's some tax stuff that adults oh, need to take care of. Right. Oh, but, um, you know, those we things see are
1: scenarios every year. Uh, I think they just need to write a little book or a little FAQs about that, like this particular scenario. Cause I know um, they have seen or heard really um, from FAFSA about all these different, oh my goodness, these scenarios that we hear each year and it, it never stops and there's always something different. But. Right.
0: Yeah. So um, this is <laughs> applying for loan for financial aid is a long. Oh, yeah. Applying for financial aid is a long and difficult process. It is a long process. Mm-hmm. It can be. It can be. But, but it's it's Um, I wouldn't call it long, long. and difficult. No. I wouldn't.
1: I think if you have everything in place, if you prepare. Yes. I think, you know, I always say preparation is the key. So if you're not waiting until. The last minute, you know, parents. If you didn't prepare your taxes, if you had to, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to them, you know. And I'm we're talking to seniors, but also we have 9th, tenth, eleventh grade students on. This is an annual thing, that, you know, um, completing your FAFSA. So just have your tax prepar- you know send you a copy, have it in a folder, create a file, right, um, for this information each year because you're you know as long as your child is in school. You will need to, you know, complete this information as well. Start making your chat really start making them sit there with you as well to understand like, the process, yeah, understand the process.
0: So uh, it can understand. be, mm-hmm. but we're here to help you make it as mm-hmm. seamless as possible. Because if you're starting early, a lot of our people start listening to, um, I guess, have started following pace mm-hmm. with the elementary school students. Right. So if you start seeing those things and it becomes a real process for you, mm-hmm. um, we can make it.
1: And there, there are a difficult. number of programs across the country too, that will sit down with you. Yeah. As long as you, you bring in your paperwork, you know, you may have part of it right. or you don't know your social, or even if a child comes in, this is the, they don't know their parents birthday with the, Oh the year. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's, if you have all of this information, you yep. know, then it, may, it it's not a long process, no. really.
0: Uh, we can negotiate a better deal. So, like, you can negotiate with your schools. Mm-hmm. I always tell mm-hmm. um, people to, mm-hmm. when you get that um, letter back, if you really... Mm-hmm. adamant mm-hmm. about going to that school you can call and negotiate absolutely it, i have seen people negotiate seen from one to ten thousand dollars it has not it. been i've seen it so <laughs> just call and say i can't come, come. This, this is my
1: money. my number one choice mm-hmm. uh, i've always you know had a desire to go here i just can't afford to pay that last thirty two hundred money there's some there's a slush fund up there
0: Right, yeah, but they want you to ask. I think
1: I, I believe.
0: I believe that yeah. if they can give you five thousand, and you're gonna sit on it, and really, it might even just be eight hundred dollars mm-hmm. remaining.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had a student who had um, seven something mm-hmm. left to pay at Anderson, which is private, yeah. and those private schools can, you know, find that money. A lot of times, faster than public schools, but they, but definitely call and ask. You can't say.
1: Just ask. Just asking well, him. And, and for those who have listened to me before, I always say a closed mouth never gets fed. It does not get fed. So make <laughs> sure you
0: ask the big questions. Correct, um, But again, you don't necessarily always have to make it a, a financial, like you don't have to make an appointment with financial aid. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call. Right. And a lot of times, you know, getting an email thread. Mm-hmm. I've had some students get some great email threads where they've written polite emails. Yes. And the admissions officer has been in touch with them from... October and Mm. all the way up until graduation.
1: Even from admissions, you know, you'll get that uh, before your application is complete. You owe $65. No, let's draft this email. (laughs) Uh, You know, they were saying, oh, well, we don't accept waivers. No, we're going to draft this email. Um, Sometimes I've even copied the director of admissions. Um, All of that information can be found on the, the portals. Just go to the admissions page. And you may have to CC someone else on it. And lo and behold, the fee is waived.
0: Yeah. So we need to make sure that we are, you know, that you are, mm-hmm. you know, starting to look at what we can do. Um, Make sure you have your financial aid stuff in order. Mm-hmm. But first, you know, secure those college, you know, admissions deals. You know, December 1st is coming up. Coming up, coming uh, up. And we want to make sure, um, you know, that you are filling out those, you know, portals. Log into your portals. I can't say it enough. A lot of your admissions decisions are there. From little schools to big schools, the The big things aren't coming in the mail yet. They're probably coming. Like, mm-hmm. you're probably going to get that snail mail stuff mm-hmm. because that's traditional. But, um, but
1: they're sending a lot of the the admissions notifications straight through that portal.
0: Yep. First. And I, I clicked around looking mm-hmm. for North Carolina Central's acceptance letter. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I probably clicked. <laughs> maybe five different times. So I know that my students are lost on where that decision is. Right. So, um, like you mentioned earlier with the honors colleges, a lot of the schools I mentioned central, but I know they, they've asked a couple of my students to continue doing another Mm -hmm. application Mm -hmm. like that. Chief white. Yeah. Scholarship. Yes. Um, but there, once you get admitted, you might start receiving things. They'll say, Hey, you know, you're a good candidate for this. Yep. Do this. And you know, we, we think you'd be great for this. Mm. Try this. So don't be afraid to try, even if it's not your first choice. Right. Um, right. Stay on the lookout for information coming in the mail mm-hmm. and through those emails. Yeah. So like you said, spam.
1: Yeah, spam. Um, uh, and even in the mail or even in the emails, your logins, the official logins, yeah. now that you've been accepted in order to review financial aid packages, you have to have that username and password that they've generated yeah. for you now. And it's in an email. It's probably, you know, in the snail mail. So again, keep a binder. Right. With that information Even if you're not sure If you plan to Attend that particular school Yes You never know You never know So keep the
0: binder Keep the information Mm -hmm. Um, Go on visits This break If you can Use your holidays Mm -hmm. You're driving You know people driving On those long trips If you're listening to us Stop and point at colleges For my younger students Yes Um, I M, Tell them how we can Find you And how we can get Signed up for our Virtual affairs
1: Yes we are um, Oh you got boot camps We do have one. um, I think the one Sunday is going to be canceled. Okay. But but we do have two more in December. But right now for the scholarship fairs, you can just easily go to our website. That's the easiest way to register, payscholarshipacademy.com. Click on events. Um, The events and the dates are right there for you. We hope to see you there. We are steadily enrolling groups um at this point and um we look forward to seeing you in 2023
0: yeah well we'll look forward to that um you can follow me on future plans underscore on instagram course pay scholarship academy on instagram and and, facebook and facebook keep looking for the scholarships we're going to be adding more every
1: Every day day. every
0: day yeah (laughs) even on thanksgiving even on thanksgiving (laughs) take a look thank you so much for listening we appreciate you